Hey, hello, and welcome to the podcast. This is a replay of a class uh, that I just finished, um, and it is, was called Finding the Perfect Fit. It's all about exploring something like magic in our lives or just, uh, you know, getting in touch with how to see our lives uh, and really feel that our lives are working. So I hope you enjoy it. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to say is that um, some new things are happening and unfolding with the podcast, so uh, stay tuned for those, and I hope you really enjoy this um, uh, this class, and um, you know, as always, you can like the show, that won't change, um, even though some other things on the podcast will change, you can share it with a friend uh, after you listen to it, and um, yeah always feel free to reach out to me, ask me questions, and let's talk about all of this and how it could look in your life by going down to the show notes and setting up a free consultation call with me. All right, all the love, my friend. I hope you enjoy this uh, rebroadcast. Join audio. Are we in there? Hey, hello, hello. This is a fun little experiment today. I'm calling this class the Finding the Perfect Fit. Um, and after the fact, I feel like, you know, I don't know if that name really captures it all, but we're going to go with it today. That's what I want to invite us all to today. We're going to play with we're just going to play. Life is creativity. Life is creative. It's always creating. That is the base structure of life. It's an in the moment flow, in the moment act of creativity. Life is always changing and that change is creativity itself. Um, so hello and welcome. Um, my name is Pete Sibley. I am a life coach. I'm also a dad, a musician, a husband, um, sometimes <laughs> a side handyman. Um, uh, I like to call myself a, 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 a natural artist in that I like making art from and in nature. Um, and the kind of art I love to make the most in nature is art that either grows back into the place where I made it or it disappears. Like, for instance, I live in the Central Coast, on the Central Coast of California, and I love walking the beach at times. Actually, it's it's been a little bit since I've did, done this, but... You know, if I find a bunch of sea glass or maybe some shells or whatever, I love making designs, especially on rocks that I know in a few hours the tide will have come back in and wash away that design. There's something about creating something beautiful and putting something, putting time into something, knowing that it is impermanent, that... Um, really i don't know it speaks to my it speaks to my soul um maybe that's why uh 
the Tibetan monks do the sand mandalas, if you've ever seen those, where they create these beautiful uh, works of art with colored sand, and then they take a big broom at the end, and they and they they do it in ceremony to um, participate and to be with um, that impermanence. That's what I want to talk about today. Finding the perfect fit is really just a way of saying being connected with what is coming into your life right now, what is showing up right now in your life. And I think it really has to do with um, connecting to the magic of our lives, seeing our lives through the eyes of wonder, through the eyes of um, mystery, through the eyes of miracle, and through the eyes of magic. Um, the word magic has been so, like, it's been <laughs> taken away um, from us as adults. And um, I think we are reclaiming, reclaiming it. There's a certain portion of us who want to reclaim the idea of magic. Not from that sense of uh, maybe magic as a kid, which was kind of more of a trick or, you know, uh, a play of, of the eyes and the senses, but real magic in the sense of how we can watch something unfold or come into our lives that felt in a way not possible like you know one of our reactions to something that can be really big in our life is like oh my gosh that's unbelievable whoa right and we just kind of say it but like think about that oh that's unbelievable unbelievable hmm so I started to introduce myself. This is going to be um, a little little bit fluid. We'll just f- follow and, and go there today um, where, where, we're, where we're going. Um, but started to introduce myself um, as a life coach. And so I want to come back to that. Um, my journey real quick is one of, um, you know, growing up in a household and in a life that on the outside seemed uh, seemed pretty good, like not many major uh, traumatic events in my life. I have and still have, um, you know, a, a loving dad, I had a loving mom, and, um, you know, they had their struggles, but um, overall, my brothers, my family, my upbringing, like it was good. It was good. If you can't see me in my face, I uh, am a white uh, heterosexual man. And, um, you know, on the outside, that there is a lot of privilege that comes with looking this way in the United States in this time. Um, and so I have that opportunity. Uh, lots of opportunities in my life. I've gotten to do some amazing things. I have a beautiful wife. I have great kids. I have a dog. I have a cat that catches the mice. Um, And yet, I also have a human mind. And so, that brought me to my adventure into my current 
identity as a life coach, specifically as a self-kindness life coach, as somebody who does self-awareness work to grow and to land and rediscover that aspect, that part of us that is timeless, that is connected to a deep sense of self-trust, self-confidence, self-wisdom, self-compassion, all of these self-words, knowing that that capital self is an extension of its, uh, uh, you know, a manifestation of the larger <laughs> the larger yeah that's it pause there's what's the word unconditional love the larger energy the the divine god what word works for you so that self is the way that i look at that self when we connect to that sometimes we call it the highest you the most authentic you our true nature all of that is pointing back to that connection to the the whole body of life itself a beautiful image is um, you know this idea of the wave in a body of water or the wave in an ocean and that wave it is it has what appears to be separate um you know properties and it can come onto the shore and it can you know be surfed or it can knock us down or can um make a great splash but that wave is never separate from the larger ocean itself so when we want to explore this idea of magic in our lives or the perfect fit it's just looking at and having that sense of connection that is seamless and flowing between the fact that you are the wave and you cannot be separate from that larger timeless present essence of who you are to make this more usable and or user-friendly in my life i started using this term recently uh the perfect fit the perfect fit in my life is a quality or maybe even like a thought an intentional way of looking at my life and experiencing my life um that helps me in the moment continue to move towards this draw that i have and the draw that I have in life is to be a source of love in this world. The draw that I have in my life is to be a source of possibility for my own self to watch that unfold in my life and then to be available for that in other people's lives. Um, so in this journey of self-identification, um, Part of my journey is to unpack these self-identifications that I took on, that we all take on, as we go about a human life, a regular human life, having a human brain that is designed and 
does the things that it does, which is essentially to keep the physical body alive, to keep us going. That's its design. And to witness all of the thoughts that it brings up and to then perfectly in whatever season of my life to meet those thoughts and then to connect it back to the oneness. And so what exactly does that mean? What exactly am I talking about? Well, what I'm talking about is there's a period in a season of my life, even with that, um, you know, beautiful growing up experience that I was describing of having a life that was good. It was a good life. And yet my own mind um, was enraptured with how things weren't good, how things could be better, how they should be better, how I um, had missed out, how I had failed, how um, that the decisions that I had made were going to wreak ruin on my family, on the rest of my life, uh, on the people around me, and disappointment, guilt, and shame. So, sounds uh, <laughs> sounds pretty awesome, right? Um, and so that journey for me, from let's call it depression, because that's what it has been called by my therapists. Um, anxiety. That journey for me um, started with something that I now call self-kindness. And that's the perfect fit. That's the perfect fit. Meaning for me, my journey was to have an experience that felt visceral and felt so real that I had messed up my life, and not only had I messed up my life, but I had um, consequently um, messed up my children's life and my family's life, my wife's life, um, and I was certainly a disappointment to my family. And specifically for me, it had all to do with the fact that I had um, chosen kind of outside of the quote-unquote, normal um, career paths. I had um, chosen to run a nonprofit. I had chosen to be a musician. And what happened is those choices, although uh, very sustaining and satisfying in what I got to create and produce in the world, was that they um, left me feeling like I hadn't produced the right things. I hadn't produced um, financial success in the way that uh, that I believed that was necessary in that moment. Uh, I hadn't produced a sense of uh, confidence that I could um, create that financial success. And, uh, and so a lot of thoughts about that. So all of that is just an invitation to invite you to look at how and where are you doing this in your life. 
because as one of my favorite teachers, Byron Katie, who um, created a, a process, or not didn't create, but you know, just reformulated a beautiful process of going in and finding our own answers, uh, self-inquiry created a process called the work. And Byron Katie loves to say that something along the lines of, we may have done 95 even 96% of our work, right, of getting all of that lined up uh, to understand that. And yet, it's going to be that last 4 or 5% that is left undone, that still has rub in our life, that causes 100% of our anxiety, of our suffering, of our worry, of our shame, of our guilt. So our work is always to be open to taking a look at what is showing up. And that's what I mean by finding your perfect fit. So a perfect fit is a relationship between your life as it's happening and the work that you are doing to, uh, to bring us back to what I believe is our true purpose <clears throat> For me, my true purpose is to be a source of love. I guess that's that's the best way that I can describe it. That I'm here to be a source of love. And I believe, I really believe, that if all the humans in the world knew that going in and finding our own source of self-love... Um, if we did that as a top priority, I believe our world, I know our world would be a completely different place. I believe that is how we end war. I believe that is how we end any of the incredible suffering that humans um, enact on each other and enact on the planet itself. It's really fascinating to to witness something that it feels like it's so so simple of a concept, and yet it is so radical. And uh, a friend of mine used this word in one of her emails today, rascally, in how it moves in and out, in and out, in and out. And the, the reason why it does that I'm just going to say that I believe this is the reason why it does that is because otherwise we don't um, we don't connect to it deeply. Like when we know something intellectually, that's one thing. But when we know something experientially, that's another thing. And a beautiful combination is to blend the two, the knowing it experientially and knowing it uh, intellectually as well. That's the work. That's the work that I do with all of my uh, my clients. That's the work that I do in my own life is to consistently or, um, you know, willingly to show up again and again persistently to do that work, to check in and be like, how is this? So this is my perfect fit right now. But asking about every situation, how is this an opportunity for me to experience 
love in this moment? How is it an opportunity for me to bring more self-love in? How is it an opportunity for me to express more love into the world with every single challenge? At one time, a perfect fit for me was something like, this too shall pass. And you might have heard that um, somewhere out there in the ethos um, of this 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 realm, this idea where we were where we're going of 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 spiritual awakening um, of this thought work, this idea that this too shall pass can really serve us, especially in those moments when we are really charged with the challenge that's in front of us. If the problem just feels so real and it's it's in our face. And like one of my coaches likes to say, like, I'm not confused. No meaning like it is, in fact, like right there in front of us that these challenges are happening. There are moments when our bank account is negative and the rent is due. There are moments when kids are screaming. There are moments when it's really scary. Your spouse is being rushed to the emergency room. So those are real. And yet to hold a space inside of us that's not flippant about it, but that is really connected to this too shall pass, we can show up energetically fully available in that moment, knowing that our only job is to sustain our awareness in the moment that it's unfolding if we know that it'll pass it's like we understand that those big moments are they're kind of like sprints and we can do a short sprint the problem becomes when we treat everything like it's something that we need to sprint and then we are sprinting indefinitely and this is why our bodies begin to um, they begin to uh, reflect that level and that degree of sprinting all the time, sprinting in our minds all the time with the worry and the anxiety of you know of our thoughts, and that's what happened to me in my experience. That's what depression is. That's why. Um, I believe that's a a reason behind, I'm not saying it's the exact correlated reason this to that, but I feel like it's part of the reason behind my own uh, health journey, which um, as a type one diabetic, uh, which is an autoimmune um, version of diabetes, um, where my own body essentially my, you know, attacked the pancreas and took out all of the cells that create insulin in my body. So those responses, I believe, come from a mind that is living life as if if we need to sprint all the time. So being in touch with something that can bring us back to a place of connected with the depth and groundedness in this moment, the safety in this moment, the ability to 
relax and receive in this moment is life-changing. It's the game changer. It's why I say if we are practicing more self-love and more self-kindness, that the entire planet would be different. And it always begins with us. I can't make you or I can't make another person be kind to themselves. I can't ever convince another person to be kind to themselves because that is something that happens within us. So that internal journey becomes essential for each of us if we want anything to change in our lives there's one place to make that change happen and that's inside i think for me when i first really started to embody this and it's it's a practice i'm always learning and i'm going to be learning till the day i die of how to see this how to witness this how to be available for it it really is it's like magic meaning like you can then start to experience the world and feel safe even though the external world hasn't changed you can feel happy you can feel at joy you can feel at peace without the outside world needing to change and it's like going back to what i was saying in the beginning like that seems unbelievable right it seems like you need to have and know that your bills are going to be taken care of before you can relax right and if you're watching this replay you'll see me shaking my head if you're listening i'm shaking my head no you can feel relaxed you can feel 100 percent worthy you can feel at peace you can even feel happy talk about heresy and have a negative bank account ask me how i know (laughs) oh man in those moments sometimes a saying comes up that was part of my childhood i don't know if it's a popular saying now and i'm chuckling because and my wife said it recently um jokingly but for the love of god have you ever heard that saying you know for the love of god would you blah 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 blah. and i think that's so fascinating think about that for the love of god do you love and i'm going to just change out that word and say life do you love life do you love unconditional love do you love the divine do you love the universe do you love energy for the love of the universe would you blah 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 right for the love of the universe when will blah 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 and you know I, I, this this tangent for me is just about my kind of 
perfect fit right now, which is asking, how is this an opportunity for more love? So when I first began sharing my coaching as self-kindness coaching, it doesn't happen as much now, but I would get responses from people like, like, you know, gross, like how, um, you know, like there was pushback on this idea of being kind to ourselves as just being like, gross or like childish a little bit and I think that um, that can just be really telling in our lives like if we think our own self um, self love our own self um, compassion our own like if we think that that is secondary to the other work that we need to do in the world, then we will see it as gross. We'll see it as um, a little bit fluffy. If we know and connect to the fact that we are, are a source of a, you know, and have a ripple out effect on all that's around us, you know, like we're this big wave sloshing around, right? If we're aware of that and we have like that unresolved energy inside of us, then we're going to slosh that around to everybody around us. And that's where guilt comes from. And it's also where shame comes from. Um, Then, then it, when we're connected to understanding that we have that um, ripple out effect, then making sure that our own internal self is uh, cared for and tended to, making sure that we are creating a lush ecosystem, as one of my coaches likes to say, within us, and that creates it around us. And so, in that regards, suddenly, self-love is, like, the thing that we need to focus on, we need to be aware of. Now, I want to get to, um, back to that magic, the magic of life, because the magic of life is getting back into the reminder that the connection between our intellect of what we know and our experience, what we're experiencing. Now, we can intellectually know and talk about and connect with the fact that there is only ever this moment. You know, Einstein said time is an illusion. Um, All or someone, and then someone uh, who said it, time is an illusion, albeit a very persistent one. And so this moment right now, this moment that you're hearing my voice, is the moment that we connect with 
let's call it magic, but we connect with life. And in this moment, you can connect with that sense of energy by doing something as simple as just like putting your attention on your hands. Now, if you're driving, this might be a little bit more challenging, but if you are walking or if you're sitting and listening to this, just for a moment, pause. And if you held your hands still, maybe you hold them face up and put your attention on your hands, not like staring at your hands and noticing the details, but bringing your attention into your hands, you will feel like a tingling sensation in your hands or a vibration in your hands or a warmth in your hands. That is the isness of the energy in, of this moment. It's present. It's right here. That's how close we are to connecting to this. Now, what happens when you put your energy onto your hands for a moment? Where did your past go? It's when you bring your, your attention to your hands, the past drops away. Well, where does it go? What about your future? Same thing, when you put your attention on your hands and you just feel that vibration, that energy. Or if you take a deep breath, let's do it together right now. Take a deep breath, slow and strong and steady in through your nose and blow it out through your mouth. In that moment of breathing, where did your future go? That connection is how we make life work on an incredibly magic level. Because then, right here, right now, in this moment, we are present and we are connected with life itself. Now, why is that of benefit? Well, here's why. All of your fear and terror comes from projecting past into the future. All of, if so, again, back to my, you know, beautiful uh, teacher, Byron Katie, if you want fear and terror on purpose, get a future. If you want to experience shame and blame on purpose, experience your past. Right? So, the magic of life is the fact that you can always connect with this moment right now. And the more that we do that, the more that we connect with right now, we create a connection between the intellect that knows that there's always this, just this moment and the experienced felt sense in our body. So what we do is we get to know that it's okay to feel and experience our body right now in this present moment. Because so many of us have been taught to get X, Y, and Z right first, and then our body can relax. So what I teach my clients and what I want to teach you right now is that the work is allowing 
the experience that's unfolding in your body right now to be okay to just like feel it to just be it and in that allowing is how we make that connection between our mind and our physical body of safety now why is this important so this is the key if you walk away with anything from listening to this this is it why this is important is because on this planet you were born into a human experience and a nervous system that was attuned to receivership that was 100% okay with receiving it all and then we start to learn differently we start to learn conditional receiving we start to learn conditional love we start to experience moments where we are wide open and we end up having an experience that uh, we don't know how to process and that becomes trauma inside of our bodies and so we go from being these incredibly wide open to magic and reception bodies as babies and we move through our life and we essentially are learned we are shown we are taught sometimes it feels forced to close off that reception and then when things do show up in our lives that are pleasant that are beautiful that are loving that are kind that are open we recoil because we haven't had that space and that opportunity to rediscover our ability to receive and so that is what our work is about we are literally needing to relearn the magic of life if you will is that we can rediscover and we can remove the blocks from that ability to receive good in our lives and it can sound like this it is now safe for me to receive good in my life <laughs> if you're watching you just saw me do like the mind blown thing that the full circle of all of what I'm talking about right now is simply learning how to receive good in our lives we have created these neural pathways we have created a nervous system that responds to things that are unfamiliar to us and if that degree and that level of good and unconditional love and acceptance kindness and compassion being gentle if that isn't familiar and safe inside of us we act to reject it we actively reject it we move the other way and we create um, the exact conditions that we need to go back to feeling comfortable again so that's what we get to do each day is to practice that and we practice that again and again and again we celebrate the small places where it happens where did that happen today in your life 
where did it uh, unfold and get into doing the work to see that in your life. Because usually what happens is our brain gets ready to, or it gets excited by being all the way there. And what this work is always about is to witness that we have this opportunity to celebrate and to really land and and to be present with, remember again, feeling those hands, be present with the fact that we are on the journey the fact that this moment is the moment to experience that magic and to begin looking for it, to begin attuning yourself, to feel it, to experience it, and begin to get to know what that feels like and resonate, how that feels inside of you. To get to know what it feels like to take in larger and bigger experiences of love larger and bigger experiences of worthiness of deservedness and it begins and it has to begin inside of you inside of each of us no one else can do this work for us so i love that you took the time to listen to this today or to uh, watch the replay I love that you were here to explore this idea of connecting with in this season of your life, right in this moment, whether you're a parent with two small kiddos or whether you are wrapping up your master's degree and wondering what you're about to do with your life or whether you have just retired and you're, you know, wherever you are in the season of your life, what is the perfect fit for you right now that will bring you back to this reminder that we landed on today? Maybe it is this too shall pass. Maybe it is something like uh, it can be easy. Maybe it's what I'm using right now, which is how is this an opportunity for me to experience and to express more love in the world beginning with me more self-kindness more self-forgiveness to really deepen into that magic all right thank you for um thank you for your time i really am so grateful that you are part of this journey doing this work in your own life um knowing that it continues to have this ripple out and increase in the world all around us. My current coach loves to use a quote from the artist Prince, who was quoted as saying, um, I believe I'm an instrument for increase in others. And that can just be you smiling is an instrument of increase of somebody else having a great day, you connecting deeply with a place of safety inside of you can create a space of increase in another human being that it's safe to do that. Rest and play are safe. Those can be instruments of increase in other people. All right. So if you want to do this work, Here is my suggestions, my takeaway. 
You can get yourself a, a journal. I love writing. I think writing is so instrumental and really you, you physically need to slow down to catch it and put it down on paper. So it's an, uh, one way of slowing down our mind. Another thing is we that's a, a way to make a physical connection between this mental, um, you know, the mind that like really, you know, only exists up here, right? So we're creating connection. And that's what this is all about, connecting in this moment, connecting to the fact that you are this physical body, you are this mind, and that you can do it right here, right now. So you get out that journal, you write down the thoughts, thoughts that'll say stuff like, yeah, but Pete, what about this afternoon? And I say, beautiful, when this afternoon shows up, trust that you can handle what is showing up this afternoon, and you can only ever do that work right here, right now. So we write it out, we can breathe, whatever your practice is that connects you back to this moment right now, remembering that you taking care of you serves all of us, that you looking for and being open to magic in your life serves all of us, and you being aware of what feels like the perfect fit for you right now. It can't be a perfect fit for anybody else, but the perfect fit for you right now is worth your time. All right. Uh, love you. If this works for you, you can share this um, recording or however you're um, consuming this. You could share it with a friend. Um, that's how we continue to spread this work out into the world. And if you would like to chat with me one-on-one, -on -one, uh, I am never too busy to talk about what self-kindness looks like in your life, how this unfolds in your life. So I invite you to reach out via the links that I have, and let's talk about how that could look in your life. And um, if you are ready to jump right in, July, jump right in if you're listening to this <laughs> recording as it's put out in the world, July of 2023, um, sign up for a consultation for one-on-one -on -one life coaching. All right. Love you. And we will see you soon. Bye.